Welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. This is a weekly series that showcases the world of sports with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. From the recruiters and players to the teams and coaches, we've got it all covered. Now, here's your host, Coach Hurley Brown. Force America Nation, what's going on? It's your favorite co-host, Kelvin Harris. Holding it down until Hurley comes back. He's in the second week of uh, fall practice with his team, the Merritt Island Mustangs. And they'll be actually starting school this week. And practice uh, moves to the afternoon, so we'll have him back. Um, All I know is, is that as of last Thursday... Football is back, and that's going to be the primary topic of today's show because it's been a long time since we actually saw some live action, and we finally got some at the Hall of Fame game last Thursday, and then we're also going to talk about the Hall of Fame speeches and the whole Hall of Fame process, not to mention the new rule that's in effect, the... um, The helmet rule, which is so confusing, it's worse than uh, 12th grade algebra. I mean, uh, no one has an an exact idea of how this rule is going to be implied to to the game, and that includes the referees. So it's going to be interesting. Also, uh, this is a developing story, University of North Carolina. 13 players are going to be suspended for selling some Jordans that were theirs. And because they're a special edition and they're, they were given to them by the school, you can't sell your shoes, even though they claim you own them. So, you know, you're looking at an interesting situation there. Also, uh, try and get to contract negotiations. Uh, quite a few disputes out there. Odell Beckham Jr., Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald, all these guys are looking for that paper. And right now, the teams don't want to give it up. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, especially Aaron Donald, who has a deadline today of where if he doesn't report, I believe he loses in the crude season. And then next year, he will be a restricted free agent instead of being an unrestricted free agent. But in his case, it doesn't really matter because he is the best defensive lineman in the game right now. So whether it be this year, next year, restricted, unrestricted, he's going to get paid. And then there's talk that if they can't come to an agreement with Khalil Mack, there may be a trade in the works, which I think will be the stupidest thing ever. For the uh, Oakland Raiders organization. And then, of course, you got the college football rankings. Alabama's number one. Uh, Clemson's number two. Not surprising. So there's a lot. There's a lot of football, and it's 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 about time. I want to talk about the Hall of Fame uh, ceremonies. This past weekend 
I thought the speeches were heartfelt and some of the best I've seen. I um, I played personally with Ralph Dawkins, Brian Dawkins' brother. We played together in the World League in Amsterdam, 95-96. And uh, Ralph is an outgoing guy as well. And I've met Brian a couple times, and he is... Um, He's outgoing. He's a loud, happy, outgoing guy. The speech I heard from him on Saturday night shocked me because it just doesn't fit his personality to think that he had those thoughts are are, uh, jaw-dropping, eye-opening. Because you're talking about a young man who who has a lot going for him. Um... He had a little bit of a chip on his shoulder because of his size. Some people thought he couldn't get it done. But he went out there every game for his entire career, and he put it down. This depression thing affects uh, people in different ways. And I was um, I was just kind of taken aback that, um, that he had gone that far with it but his message his message was powerful and I'm glad to see he's a spiritual individual and he and he realizes that this is bigger than him Randy Moss great great speech as well articulated so well um, a lot of us had known that he cut his career short because of uh, some situations with his kids. He's trying to get them all in one place. I have to commend his, uh, his wife for being so understanding and being so helpful because I don't think he could get his life in order if she wasn't on board with all of this. Um, Ray Lewis. <laughs> I mean, Ray walked around and got everybody involved in his speech and he left with a great message at the end as a former Kane it was it was incredible to see all of the guys from the U up there with him he brought a lot of guys in that he played that he played with and um it, it was a, it was a powerful and ironically my hometown, I'm from Fort Myers, Florida. My high school in uh, 92, when he's talked about his last game, that's, it was against us. And the ironic twist was they were playing my high school in the playoffs, and all of the coaches from around the country were there to see kid from my hometown, Jamie German, who ended up being the USA Today Defensive Player of the Year. He played both ways. And Ray happened to have a pretty good game, and Miami uh, took a chance on him. And look where it's led. Uh, Our generation's best middle linebacker. I mean, you know, you got Jack Lambert, you got Ray Nitsky, you got um, Dick Buckus. You put him, Willie Lanier, you put him in that conversation as as the best middle linebacker of our time. And 
you know, he had some off the field issues, and he corrected them, got them right. Uh, Jerry Kramer is the most perplexing of all of the Hall of Fame nominees of this class. He was all decade. Uh, when I think of offensive guards from the 60s, he's really the only one that comes to mind. Um, him and Jim Parker from the, from, from the Colts. And to think that it's taken 45 years for this guy to get in the Hall of Fame, there's a flaw in the system. And segueing into that, I agree with Terrell Owens' point. The, the voting system is flawed. But what I don't agree with is Terrell not coming to Canton and celebrating with his brethren. That's a special situation. That's not about the media. And, you know, when he does come in one of these years to um, sit with his Hall of Fame brothers, he's going to realize the mistake he made. Because that weekend you got a party. You as the player spend four or five days with the guys you're going into the hall with. You've got the huge celebration. You've got your family interacting with the other players' families and them also getting to meet all these Hall of Famers. Then you've got the Hall of Fame luncheon where it's you and your peers in the room by themselves. And it's just you. Ain't nobody else. And it's just such, you know, I got a chance. I've had one of my good friends get inducted into the Hall of Fame and the guy that I grew up with get inducted as well in the last few years. Also, you know, we also had two guys, two other guys from University of Miami, Cortez Kennedy and Michael Irvin Cortez rest your soul so it's a great great situation and I think every player who gets inducted needs to come and experience the weekend we're going to take a quick break and when I come back we're going to talk more Hall of Fame more football football is back people it's a great time of year be right back on the Get Down with Hurley Brown Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Thunder chickens beware. We're coming for you. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, it's all about the Spring Gobbler Smackdown. And our panel of pros are out for beards. Joining us is David Blanton of Bill Jordan's Realtree Outdoors and Monster Bucks, outdoor writer M.D. Johnson, and Pete Muller from the National Wild Turkey Federation. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. 
There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Boys America family, we're back here on the Get Down with Hurley Brown. And we got a pleasant surprise. Apparently, Mary Lyle got out of practice early today and they let Hurley come on and talk with us. Hurley. Oh, yeah, they let me out of the cage. They let me out of the Yeah, cage. man. Yeah. How's, hey, man. How's, What's happening? How's Merritt Island looking, man? Man, we're going to be all right, Kelvin. We, we got a little work to do, but we're going to be okay. You know, we, we shoot, man, we're the, we're the Space Coast's finest. And, and we're going to well, go out there and represent to the best of our ability. That's all I'm holding you. I'm holding you to the University of Miami standards. I expect playoffs at least. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I, I get you that. I can deliver that. I think we'll be okay. I really do. I mean, our kids are working their butts off, man. They're excited about the season. You know, they're excited about the new offense, you know, the new offensive style. I guess I should say. And man, I mean, hey, dude, we're ready to go. We're ready Y'all to football like football right? season is here, baby. Let's yeah, go. Back. Well, before the break, I was talking about the Hall of Fame, and we kind of got into it, a, got, in, got into it a little bit about uh, that off air. And we, we're talking Terrell Owens, and you know, Hurley, like I said, you know, off air, that's something that he will regret not going to once he goes and he's sitting in that room with his people when, whenever, whenever he shows up for that weekend and the inductees or. Uh, or being introduced, and they having that luncheon, the Ray Nisky luncheon, it's just them in the room, and he's he's going to regret it. I just think that... You know what, Kelvin? I know you, you. a lot of people think, I don't I don't believe he's going to regret it. I think T.O. is the type of guy that he dances to his own beat. You know, I think he's going to try his best to, to prove people wrong. So I, I think eventually he's going to just say, man, you know what? I was right the whole time. I don't need all of that. I don't need all the accolades. I don't need He's trying to prove something. And in his mind, he's right. You know, but we're, we're sitting out here. And let me tell you something, man. I'm going to just go back, and i got to tell you my experience with this whole thing. I, yeah. um, I was invited. Our boy um, invited me, Ray Lewis. I mean, my guy. He invited me, Kelvin. I bought my tickets two months ago to the uh, to the ceremony, and dude, I just and it broke my heart that I didn't make it. I'm telling you, Kelvin. I I was laying in the bed watching the whole thing, man, with tears in my eyes because I, I felt that I should have been there. I wanted to be there, but financially, it, 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 it I, I was just not in the place to go and experience that. But I watched. I fought, and I 
And I do. I am so happy that Mark Caesar was there because yeah. he kept putting his pictures on Facebook, you know, and I was able to be there but not be there. You know what I mean? So I was there in yeah, spirit not, and in heart. Not only Mark, but you had Malcolm Pearson, Eric Little. Oh, man. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and what I'm saying guys. is you know, that you, you, you're making my point, Hurley, is that, okay, I get you upset at the um at the people at the at the, at the media the yeah and, and i and I, and i honestly i agree with him because i think it needs to be some players involved in the voting process but listen jerry kramer hurley jerry kramer is the best guard of the 60s and it took him 45 years to get in the hall of fame now he could have been salty but he went up there and gave a heartfelt speech and he thanked everybody. And, and and listen, his daughter got to pull up that that unveil his bust. Now, she he could have held a ceremony in Green Bay, and, and I'm gonna be honest with you, it probably would have been off the chain because you know the Green Bay fans, he's a legend there, but still. His family got to interact with all the other families and got to meet all the players. Yeah, but but again, Kelvin, you, you're talking about a normal person in Jerry Kramer. <laughs> P.O.'s not normal and no stretch of your imagination. P.O. has had some issues growing up, how he grew up, the whole nine yards. And I'm not here to condemn or condone anything that he's done or anything that he's gone through. But I will tell you this, he, he's a different type of cat. I mean, I know it's it a, is what it is. I so, know he's a different. I know he's a different. And then again, you know, he he his deal is he wants to continue to play. And which hey, I'm you know he had a big argument with Skip and um on um. I was yeah. Skip. You talking about with Shannon somebody, Sharp? Uh, yeah. Well, he was talking. No, it wasn't even him. I oh, mean, I can't forget it. But anyway, he had an interview where he had. Oh no! It was Colin Coward. Coward. It was Colin Coward. Colin Coward. That's right. Cowherd, yes. So he had a huge debate with Colin on whether or not he could play at 45. And he wants to prove, and don't get me wrong, hey, dude, trust me, I'm 49. I don't feel like I'm 49. I'm 49, and I'm looking back at when my parents were 49, and I'm saying, wow, dude, I'm 49. It really just hit me about two weeks ago. But it, it dawned on me that, dude, Hurley, you're 49 years old. You're man, not a little I, boy no more. You're not a young man no more. You're a middle-aged man. And, man, I'm telling you, I feel the same way. But you, I don't you, feel like I'm 49. T. No, I don't. 45 it, doesn't feel like he's 45. So I applaud T.O. because he wants to continue to showcase his abilities and his talent. And I do think that there is something to that. You know, the, 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 the new 45 or the, the 45 now is like the new 30. You know what I mean? So that's where, that's kind of where we're going, you know, in our time. But he's a different type of cat, and I don't, I don't expect anything different from Terrell Owens. I really don't. When he came out, when he first came out and he said that he wasn't going, oh, oh there you go, that's T.O. That's who he is. And I don't know him as well as, you know, the people that are closest to him. I just know him from just like everybody else, watch him on TV. But I have watched a lot of his interviews. 
I've read up on him a lot, and he comes from a different, I mean, he's just a different type of dude. And yeah, his ego, I, his I've interacted with him a few times, and you you hitting it right on the head. He is a different kind of fella. And you're right, he got some issues. But, Hurley, let's stop for a second. Ray Lewis, listening to his 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 uh uh childhood. Randy Moss, we all saw the documentary. So let's not act like Terrell Owens is the only individual in the country that grew up messed up. There's so many of us that grew up in weird situations, you know, and made it through that. And yeah, it's a lot of us that probably got baggage, but they compartmentalize that and keep it moving because it's bigger than all of us. And Like I said, I agree, and there's a lot of people who agree that the process is flawed, but dog, 45, Robert Brazil never missed a game in 10 years. You know what I'm saying? And when I think back, he was one of my favorite players because I used to like the Oilers back in the day. 28 years. 28 years. But listen listen to what you said, Kelvin, and let's go back and let's let's, let's – Let's visit that for just a second before we go on another break. Okay. So, first of all, Robert Brazil, uh, Randy Moss, all these guys are – we all handle things different. We all handle adversity, trials, and tribulations. We handle it different. Robert Brazil is a, and Jerry Kramer, all these guys are great. They've experienced life. They are truly grateful for those opportunities. They know how hard it is out here to be successful and to be recognized for your efforts. They know that. Yes. Terrell Owens doesn't doesn't quite understand that yet. Terrell Owens is a loner. He's to himself, you know, and he's one of those types of guys, in my opinion, that I'm going to do what it is that I say I'm going to do, regardless of what anybody else says. As a matter of fact, if you tell me I can't do Terrell the type of kid that when you tell him, don't go put your hand on the stove because it's hot. He'll go put his hand on the stove and get burned. Yeah. Just because yeah. he wants to prove to you he's smarter than you or he knows more than you. And that's what he is. That that's who he is. And hey man, you know, hey, all it is that's what you want to do, but do it. If if you if you want to rob your family, your friends of the opportunity to have that experience. And I'm telling you, dude, I robbed myself because I didn't prepare myself to go as early as I should have. And I got a chance to sit there and watch on TV those guys live my dream. And C.J. Richardson, Chad Wilson, Mark Caesar, Earl Little, you know, Dwayne Starks, all these guys. Man, I'm, dude, I'm watching that, and I'm like, dude, I was so angry at myself for not going, for not being able to go. But if he wants to rob his family of that opportunity, come on, man. God yeah. bless his heart. How, how, how grandma used to say it? God bless his heart. <laughs> well, let's, we're going to take a quick break here on the Get Down with Hurley Brown, and we're going to talk more Hall of Fame when we come back. <laughs> we're going to move on from T.O., but we're going to talk more Hall of Fame right after this quick break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. Are you ready for the latest sports news, the culture around the game and unique insight? Then you need to make Kareem and the Coach your destination each week. Host Kareem Rush played for the LA Lakers and has the inside track to personas in both professional and college sports. Co-host Eric Newman is a former basketball coach and now a producer and filmmaker. Together they cover sports and entertainment in a fast-paced hour every Friday at 5pm Eastern Time and 2pm Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Voice America Nation, we're back on the Get Down with Hurley Brown. I'm point guarding today, Kelvin Harris, your normal co-host. And today, Hurley is taking the shots. He's the two guard. He came in early from practice, and we got a special guest with us, uh, someone who can uh, give us some insight on this Hall of Fame weekend because they played with one of the great Hall of Famers, my good friend, Vontae Leach. He played fullback in the NFL for, what, 10 12 years? 10 years. 10 years. He played with the Houston Texans, but he also played with the Baltimore Ravens and won a Super Bowl ring. Hey, and that gave him a chance to play with one of our UM alumni, the great Ray Lewis. So, Vontae, you, you have a unique, yeah, you got a unique uh, uh, perspective here. You and Ray had to butt heads every day. <laughs> so y'all got to know each other really well. Yeah, we we, we got to know each other um, real good. I mean, um, but during practice, you know, we took care of each other. I mean, um, we was on the same team, so we was used to us hitting each other, going all out against each other because we had to play on Sunday. We weren't the enemy; we were teammates. But you know, um, Ray was a great guy, great locker room guy. You know, Ray. Knew how to motivate people. I mean, Ray uh, motivated the team, and they knew how to say words that that have you ready to run through a brick wall before a game even started. Now, man, that that, team. That, hey, Fonte, I, I had the opportunity to to be there at the University of Miami when Ray was coming in, and I witnessed at 17 years old his strength. And I'm not talking about just just you know his brute, you know, the physical strength but his mental strength and his passion and his love for the game. 
asked Landon's love for, for his teammates. So it, it, it really, and I was telling, telling Kelvin earlier how much it meant to me and how much I was bothered by not being able to be in the Hall of Fame. Now, to witness his induction, obviously, not, not, you know, not saying that I'm supposed to be in the Hall of Fame, which I wish I could have had a gold. I got a gold jacket, Vontae, but it's not the NFL gold jacket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway, Vontae, and as a matter of fact, when you played, man, that must have been back when um, Franco Harrison was playing because the fullback, as of recently, has been obsolete. <laughs> there is, There are no more fullbacks in the National Football League. So, I mean, bro, yeah, yeah. I, the fullbacks are obsolete, but you see the teams that always that, that play in um, in January and uh, late December, January, and in February they have a fullback. If you look at the teams that um, the teams that was in the Super Bowl, the teams that uh, that always in in the playoffs, they have a fullback. So I mean, we are the fullback position is obsolete, but at the same time, I don't think it's going to work. It's just like everything going to revolve and come back around. Well, let me ask you a question, Vontae. Exactly. This is something that uh, me and you had talked about earlier today, and I want to bring Hurley into this because Hurley, specifically, it would have affected his position. They implemented a new helmet rule, a new hitting rule, where you can't lower your helmet. And during these preseason uh, practices, the refs have been going around giving uh, tutorials on the rule, but the confusion is at an all-time high because even the referees don't quite know how they're going to implement this rule. And one of the things Hurley, me, and Vontae talked about was Vontae, you know, using him and Ray as an example, when they would go, say they have a live scrimmage, he and Ray are going to hit quite a bit. And under the interpretation of this rule, they could call a penalty on either one of them on any given play. And you as a former strong safety, Hurley, um, I came up with something. I feel like every referee and everybody who's involved with this needs to go to a three-day boot camp before the season starts where they put on pads and go full go to understand how some of this stuff is so unrealistic and ridiculous because they're asking you to make adjustments at full speed that are just not possible. And... You know, well, let me say this, though, Kelvin, and, and Vontae, I, I believe you can attest to it because I think you're, you're right around the same age, if not a little bit older. But if you go back to when we were kids, Kelvin, yeah. if you go back to we, when and, and the game has evolved, and the game, hey, it's a big old circle. All it does is just continues to evolve, and it just goes back to where it was before. But if you go back to when we were kids, the way we tackled then, we use our forearm, Kelvin. You remember that? Remember them big old forearm pads we had? Yeah. Those, well, those older guys, but the, the forearm was the most deadliest weapon known to football at that particular time. The forearm, clothes hanging, you know, going for people's legs. And over a period of time, what they were talking about, because you missed a lot of tackles. Am I right, Vontae? Yeah, what did he's living? Yeah, that boy's older than me now. I don't remember that forearm, so I just watching him. You remember the forearm, Vontae? How old are you, Vontae? I don't know. That was way before my time. <laughs> How old are you? Uh, I'm, I'm 37. That way before my time. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. We're way before yeah, your yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Vontae, well, hey, well. so just, just to give you a quick history lesson, 
So back when we were playing, when I was a kid, Vontae, they used to sell these big old forearm pads. And that would cover your probably, whole forearm. Yeah, I don't yeah. know your, whole, your entire forearm from your wrist to your elbow. And that's what we use. Boy, you talking about, and I, and I know because I got hit a few times with them self-arms and forearms. But <laughs> that's what we use. You miss a lot of tackles. And then what the what? game evolved to, the game evolved to wrapping up with both arms so you yep. don't miss those tackles, stay up high, and they taught yep. you how to cross the player's body. Cross the player's body, put your head on the ball, you know, and wrap up, but but because Hurley to to, yep. to to that to that point Hurley, and I remember because I played linebacker in high school, we never had a coach that taught us to hit with the crown of the helmet, and no, you, you know did. you did not, and I think I get where they're going with this, but my whole thing is emphasize the crown of the helmet because realistically yeah. a good form tackle your face mask goes into the chest. And you wrap the arms, you sink the hips, and you drive through the guy. Your Not head. anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. You know, I spent, yeah, a, I spent a little time with, with the Raiders. Okay. And Vontae, I don't know if you might have still been playing when they started implementing this new um, this new hawk tackle. Have you seen that? Yes. It's a, the rugby tackle. Yeah. Yes, the horse collar. The yeah, horse collar. It, yeah, it's, it's a leverage tackle. All right, and you're leveraging the ball, so to speak, but what you you, you use more of your shoulder, Kevin. You keep your head out of it. Guy, yeah, I know they're trying to things. do that. They, they adapted it from you know from rugby, but you know, and again, it, it's not it's, again, it's not the crown. It's keeping the helmet out of it, and it's it's interesting because you just sit back. You know, I'm 49 years old, which I said earlier. I don't feel 49, but I'm 49. I'll be 50 next year, half a century. Devontae, I'm old enough to be your babysitter. <laughs> I could have babysat you back in the day. So anyway, we um the, the way that the game has evolved and me being a coach, I'm all for it, Kelvin. You know, because these young kids, they don't know how to tackle. They don't know how to, you know, and, and people think that when you put your head down, Devontae, you've been a fullback. You can attest to this because you, you ran through a whole lot of people, your, your time plan. But a lot of us, and, and I can go back to what Teddy Atlas told me out there and, um, when we had a, a – uh, he came in and he gave a speech, a motivational speech to the Raiders, and I was extremely fortunate enough to be there and listen to that speech. Devontae, what he said was there's two instincts. There's two natural instincts that everybody's born with. You're either born with the instinct to to survive, and when you're coming through that hole and you see Ray Lewis standing there, or you just are you just trying to survive, you saying, "Hey, look, I'm gonna lower my head, put my crown, because that's the thing that I think protects me most, and that's the thing I think I can hit the hardest with is my head." Or the instinct to to fight, and the fighters are gonna come in there, eyes open. Face mask up, helmet up, and then plant that in your chest. About like what you used to do to Ray. <laughs> so, and again, but, it's, it's interesting, but, you know, I well, like to Well, Hurley, I'm going to say this. I think part of what you just said lies to what I'm about to say. You said the kids can't tackle. And one of the things that yeah. I've 
I've been uh, a privy to over the last few years uh, being involved, trying to help kids get scholarships, going to a lot of high school games, seeing a lot of Pop Warner, is that the coaching at the lower level is more so the problem than the kids. I really think the first thing they should have done was made a concerted effort to bring in the little league coaches and run clinics and and make sure that they know how to teach the tackling. Because that's where it all starts at Little League. You get all your bad habits at a younger age. And as you get older, it's hard to break those bad habits. So if you start uh, teaching proper fundamentals and make sure that the people who are teaching the proper fundamentals know how to teach them, I think that solves a lot of the problem. I mean... Think about it, Hurley. When did you start playing football? Man, I've been playing some football since I was seven. Vontae, when did you start playing? Yeah, what, what about you, Vontae? About eight or nine, eight or nine. Now, now, both of you, do you remember your coaches? Did they teach you proper technique looking back on it now? Looking back, not, not really. Looking back, not really, no. And that's the problem. If you get coaching at the – if you're eight years old and you learn how to – let's just say you want to implement this rugby tackle. If you bring these clinics out and you have professional players and professional coaches going to clinics and teaching these Pop Warner and uh, AYFL coaches this technique and you, and you drill it in their heads so that they drill it into the heads of the kids, you won't have as big a problem – with what you're saying, Hurley, which I agree we got to make the game safer, but you make the game safer by teaching the kids proper technique. Because, like you say, that instinct to drop your head is where you get hurt. And we got to get that oh, yeah, out of the no game. No doubt. No but doubt. Then, but then, part- you, know, you got you to have, some, you gotta have some type of regulation. I mean, yeah. so, so, Fonte, you played 10 years. Are you healthy? Well, yeah, healthy. Once you play that long, you're not. Really, your body's going to hurt all the time once you play that long. I mean, I'm never going to be 100%. You know, I don't have no no head issues right now, so pray pray to God I don't have them. Uh, My body still aches. Uh, My body hurts. Sometimes it's hard to get up and walk in the morning, but hey, I'm still here. Well, I'll ask you this because you just just mentioned something, though, Kelvin, that, that brings me back. And, you know, Kelvin played on the offensive line, so he hit every play. Every, every play, play, he's hitting somebody or getting hit. Okay, now, I'm not saying he hit anybody hard, Fonte, but he, <laughs> <laughs> now he got a hit in the head a lot of times, too. So, But what I'm, what I'm saying is this. Back then, where did you play college ball, Fonte? East Carolina, ECU. Oh, you're the, okay, yeah, you're the pirate, all right. Yeah, yeah. Early, hold, yeah. hold that thought, we got to so, go to break, and when you when we come back, uh, we're going we're gonna to let Hurley finish up with what he's saying with Vontae, because I think I know where he's going. So let's take this quick break, and we'll be right back on the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? (laughs) 
Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Want to experience football from the perspective of a former player who also has coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. He'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl has the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. He'll cover the camps, on and off the field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Voice America family, we're back. Kelvin Harris hosting. Hurley Brown taking the shots today. Uh, We got him back. Hopefully, we'll have him back next week. And our special guest, 10-year NFL veteran fullback, Vontae Leeds, a Super Bowl champion with the with the Baltimore Ravens. He also played with the Houston Texans. Hurley, you were going to ask Vontae something before the break. Go ahead and ask him what you're going to ask. Yeah, so, so when we played, and, and I, I vividly remember, you go out and you play the game on Saturdays. Saturday night, I remember crawling to the toilet sometimes because I was just that beat up. Sunday, I can actually, you know, take a slow walk to the toilet. Then you can, you got a slow walk over there to the training room. You know, you get heated up, do whatever you got to do. Sunday night, Monday morning, you feel a little bit better. Tuesday, you, you can run again. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you get your body back together again. You're ready to go. Saturday, you go out there and you do it all over again. And I never forget, um, Santana Moss made the comment that it was almost like um, having a car accident, being in a car accident every week. So, Vontae, yeah. did, 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 you, did you experience that? I mean, I've been a fullback, but you you bringing that spot. Yes, it, well, it, it takes me from uh, a Sunday after the game to the following Thursday or Friday to my body fear of Getting massages, that's with getting um, sitting in the hot tub, cold tub, that's me getting um, get people to come in and stretch, and that's me taking care of my body and stuff. And it's always the Friday or Saturday before I start feeling normal again. Wow. And that's it. I mean, and that, that's kind of, and Kelvin, you remember and those things. I mean, we, we went through that thing, and you played professional ball for about seven, eight years. Well, let me, we, let me we, tell you we something. We had the same experience. Well, Hurley, Hurley, Vontae, let me tell you something. I think I have an experience that. Honestly, 
no other guy ever to play ball has. The year that I played with you in in, in uh, San Antonio in the Canadian Football League, right. I played professional football that year for 30-some-odd weeks. I started in March in training camp in the uh, World League, which was a week and a half. I came in a little late. We played uh, 11 games because we played in the championship game of the World League that year. I immediately left and went to the Arena League and played with Tampa Bay um, eight weeks, nine weeks. And then I left them after the first week of the playoffs and finished with you guys for another, you guys were three and two when I got there. So another 14 weeks. So what's that, 25? Yeah, 33 weeks. And I remember. Hey, so, so, so you are the true Iron Man. It's not Barry Wagner then. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, but it's we got we got to come up with a, a trophy for Kelvin. <laughs> we'll do something similar like the turnover chain down there at the University of Miami and give Kelvin hey, an award that, that, for him playing thirty three weeks playing center. You know he ain't doing nothing snapping the ball. You know what I mean? It ain't like he's running <laughs> down the field and beating up on nobody. All he's doing is coming up there and making his mic called and say, "Hey, Mike, Mike fifty one, Mike fifty one." Then he get down to snap the ball and get out of the way, let everybody else make the play. But, uh, actually, but actually, in, actually, in the World League, I had to play guard. But I'm going to say something, Vate. I don't know how much you lifted during the season, but the one thing I saw during that World League season, because we played the games on Saturday night, and it was weird. A lot of us, we had incredible recovery. I don't know if I should be saying this on TV, but what the hell? The season's it just statute limitations. So we would lift weights. I lifted weights heavy. But we would go out after the games and get drunk off our minds, and we would come back no, the next. Like that German liquor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, because the alcohol, the alcohol hey, content hey, hey, was hey, high. Ivante, hey, you know what they call it? Not that. they call it cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> no, they was. They they gave it a different name. They call it cannabis. So they was going out there drinking that cannabis every night after after the game. Hey, nah, they, was, they was drug testing us hey, every so on, on, on the, Yeah, on the real tip, though. Ten years in the National Football League as a fullback, okay, that that's an accomplishment in itself, winning the Super Bowl. So I'm going to ask you this. Taking that beating every weekend that you took, you gave out a lot of them, and you took some, but with the life that that provided you, the life that it provided you and your family, would you change anything? Nope. I'll do it all over again tomorrow. And they sign me up. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And so that, that's what I'm getting at, Kelvin. So as yep. much as the NFL and everybody wants to make it safe, and, they, and, and again, we applaud them for trying to make it safe because it is a dangerous sport. Now you got guys, I tell you, Ray was going on to his 14th year in the National Football League when I saw him at the University of Miami. He came back to the University of Miami. And you know how we give each other a hug. And I thought I was hugging a tree. <laughs> that's how hard. And again, but that, that's where the game has evolved. You know, you, you, you grab these young guys nowadays, David and Joku. I messed around and I, I was playing with David and Joku down there in the doggone um, training room at the University of Miami. And he grabbed me. Kevin, tears came to my eyes. 
Oh, he's <laughs> cut up like a diamond. Dude, these dudes are so different today. Bigger, stronger, faster. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm gonna say, they, I'm gonna say, these dudes are like rocks. They are bigger. They're stronger. They are somewhat faster, and there's a lot of athletic ability, but from a technical standpoint and an IQ standpoint and an execution standpoint, they lag. A lot of them do. Well, that, well, well a, lot, a lot of them do, but that takes time now when you get that. Everybody just don't come to the league manufacturing and ready now. Some, some, some guys mm-hmm. take one or two years and they're bossing. Some guys will take three years, but. The league as a whole, yes, some guys bigger, stronger, faster, and everything. I'm, I'm just saying as a whole. Oh, as a whole, they are definitely bigger and stronger. But I'll say this. There's one position that I'm going to go to where I say there are two positions where I know they're not better. The first one is the offensive line. The position has gotten worse over the years. And well, the, other, well, the, other, okay. the other position is defensive tackle. Because when I came in the league in 92, there were big guys. I played with Sean Gilbert. This guy was 6'6", yeah. 330 pounds, but he could what? play the run and he could pass rush. Every every know, big, every big team had a guy like him. And now it's just know, they're bro. either they're, they're big. Let, let me tell you this. Let, let, yeah, let, let, me, let me tell you. Let, now let me go. Let me have this argument with you now. You, you're right. The, the offensive line in the last couple of years in the draft, I think this year was the first year the offensive line been, been, been right. Other than that, it's been so far in the draft. No, yeah. but if you take if you take these guys, it's it's a different league than when you play. Now they dropping back, throwing exactly. the ball fifty times a game. If if if, if Gilbert has to pass fifty times, he can't do that neither. Now come on now, let, let's just be honest. You're right. The way the game is well, 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 hold up, because we got to close. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Okay. The Buffalo the Buffalo Bills ran these this offense back then, but they ran it better than everybody ran it is running it now. Because if you look I, at the production, I don't think so. They, they they just was the only team that was running it. They just didn't know how to stop. Not, not that they're running the better now. Just nobody know. There was the only team that was doing it. That that, no, that was a big difference. Now everybody's doing it. the hurry up, the no huddle, and everything else. Well. This is going to have to this this particular argument is going to have to go to another show because we're out of time. Yeah, Kevin, it, hey, hey, Kevin, he puts hey, hey, Vontae, thank you for calling, boss, yeah. and thank you for shutting. This is the first time I've seen somebody shut Kelvin up. Shut him up. He couldn't even talk. He, he's mumbling with his he's fumbling with his words right about now. But hey, no, that's in our show for today. Hey, but but Vontae, you got to call us back, especially during the season, man. We got to love to have you here and um and dude. And we got to get some of those Ray Lewis stories out of my boss, but oh, <laughs> enjoy right, yourself, yeah. man. Stay safe. Keep doing what you're doing. Be blessed. And Kelvin and family, we'll see you all next week. That's been our show for today is to get down with Hurley Brown, and we're signing off. Thanks for tuning in to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. The coach wants you to join us again next week, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll have another great show ready to roll next week.